All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Good evening, Oilers Nation. Thank you for tuning in to Oilers Nation After Dark. Connor Halley with you here as we're recapping the Oilers' massive 2-0 win over the LA Kings on this fine Thursday evening in the city. Tonight on the show, we will be joined by the man himself, the bagged milk, as we've got our producer, Aaron Bortado, along with us. We'll be keeping us on track and jumping on later on in the program. As I mentioned, 2-0 win for the Edmonton Oilers over the LA Kings. With that, they leapfrog them in the standings for the time being. The Oilers improved their record to 44-23-9. and They have 97 points on the season. The Kings currently at 96 and a game in hand for the LA Kings. So they can still make that one up. But for the time being, the Edmonton Oilers getting the job done. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for tuning in. Facebook as well. Make sure you hit the like button. We see a Quincy, Susan, Jennifer, Justin. There's more of you on Facebook and then on YouTube. We're at 57, but those numbers are going to be pumped up. Uh, Jessica on Facebook as well. We've got Lance, Ewan, uh, Derek, Chris, Cobra, X2439, Twisted, Crease Cam, uh, Dustin, Bud Brown, uh, everyone, everyone, shout out to all of you guys for tuning in tonight. A lot of excitement in the chat right now, and deservedly so. The Edmonton Oilers going into a game where they knew it would be a playoff-type atmosphere absolutely did exactly what they had to do. They they went out there, they played stout defensively. Stuart Skinner was phenomenal. 43 saves on 43 shots. I think they're still counting those shots at the end because there was such a mad flurry and... The Edmonton Oilers get the job done when they needed a goal. Their captain, Connor McDavid, steps up. Huge play, gets number 300 on the season. Evander Kane had a goal. 
Beautiful feed from Leon Dreisaitl, the best passer in the NHL. We'll get to those highlights later on as well. But we'll start things off, as we like to do here with the Good, the Bad, the Oily, brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. Cornerstone Insurance Brokers, Edmonton's premier boutique insurance brokerage with over 90 years of success and still growing. Visit cornerstoneins.ca slash nation to get an online tenant or condo insurance quote in just a few minutes and use the discount code nation for an exclusive rate. Find out why Cornerstone Insurance Brokers are ranked amongst the best in Alberta. Well, for the good, I mean, it's simple tonight. Skinner! 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 What? Skinner! Of course, it had to be Stuart Skinner. It had to be him. He was absolutely phenomenal for the Edmonton Oilers in this one. For the good, the bad, the oily, we'll bring in our guest tonight. We've got Bagged Milk joining us to BM. How are you doing tonight? Buddy, I'm excited. That is a huge, huge win. Huge win. They, they had a huge task in front of them and they handled it perfectly. We knew it was going to be a playoff type atmosphere in this one. The LA Kings weren't going to back down and the Edmonton Oilers set the tone early with their physicality. But we'll get to that in a second. Stuart Skinner, I mean, what can you say about this guy? Uh, we had some questions about him in our post-game chats here on Oilers Nation after dark. There was a lot of people that were a little bit unsure of how he had played as of late in this game when you knew the pressure would be on him from the start. He, I mean, this guy looked like a savvy vet. He looked like a 35-year-old Martin Broder. He looked great. And to quote Gavin the intern, after 320 days and 84 games, including the playoffs, the Edmonton Oilers have gotten a shutout. You'll love to see it. Second of his career. The best. Stu was dialed in. He was making big saves. He was making routine saves. The I know we were talking producer Aaron before we got went live. The breakaway save on uh Kempe, I think it was. But like mm-hmm. great, great night for Stu. He was dialed in and nothing was getting past him. 43 saves. It's not like he had an easy night. That's what I think is most impressive about it. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, and you can tell the LA Kings were trying to kind of rattle the cage a little bit. There was some uh, snow showers, but uh, Skinner locked in, showing that poise. I mean, this guy is, I don't know, wise beyond his years. He's ready for everything. Uh, YouTube loving it right now. Matias says Calder for Stu. Tyler's got Rookie of the Year. Uh, we've got uh, Lynn saying totally awesome game tonight. Go Oilers, go. Susan says Skinner was amazing. Jessica I am so happy Skinner finally got a shutout. I mean, Oilers fans everywhere, I think, thrilled that Stuart Skinner got a shutout. When we jump into the YouTube chat, we're up to 128 people. Make sure you hit that like button. That's what we need. Uh, Wade says, begged, looking as dapper as ever. Oh, you know, he brings it. He Oilers Nation after dark, it's classy. I don't necessarily look that way, but uh, begged milk looking that way. Uh, Darian says, will Satan be joining tonight? Maybe we'll see. We'll see what happens in the evening. But uh, a lot of stuff going on here in the chat. Uh, Oilers Nation on your own YouTube chat says, can we get 74 for likes? Yeah, let's get there and then maybe double that. That would be awesome if we can do that. It's been a great night. Okay, with the good comes the bad. And uh, in the Edmonton Oilers, 2 nothing win over the LA Kings. You tell us. Uh, I, I don't really know what I wanted to go for this one. Aaron was kind of the same way. We had some ways we could have gone, but we wanted to throw this question out there to the chats on Facebook and YouTube. You tell us what was bad. The only thing that I have is uh, the LA Kings logo on their uniform. They've got one of the coolest logos, uh, yeah, the Gretzky era that they could have gone with. And they had this stupid little weird shape thing. So mm-hmm. that's what I wrote there. Uh, and this isn't a, a Kings post game conversation so who cares about that one uh begged milk do you have anything bad tonight 
Uh, if I'm going to pick one from thing from the game, Connor, and I know there's a little bit of score effects in there, so I understand that. The third period, the Oilers got outshot 19 to 10. If I'm going to pick a bad, that's that's really all I can think of. You knew it was going to happen. You knew the Kings were going to throw everything they had. They were down by a goal at the start of the third period. Connor scored the shorty. Like That's the only thing I can pick out other than, of course, Ryan Nugent Hopkins had his nine-game point streak snapped. Disappointing. It's a bummer. I feel for my guy because he, he could have had at least one or two. Yeah, Squishies for Breakfast on YouTube agrees with you. No Nuge points. That sucks. 100%. Uh, I mean, there's a few things we could have gone. Uh, the bad uh, Buck Oil says uh, a couple missed calls. Uh, we talked about that before we hopped yep. on. There was a few I'm missed sure. calls, I think. But that's one. Uh, didn't score on the power play, says Nick yep. on Facebook. Sure. Uh, Quincy says the refs were bad. Yeah, they, they missed a few calls for sure. And Jessica says that we didn't get four goals. That also wasn't necessarily ideal, but a two nothing game. Uh, it's always good to show that the early Oilers can do this in these types of matchups. Uh, let's get to the oily here and the oily tonight playoff intensity. And, you know, we've touched on it a few times already baked milk going into this game. I mean, it's the LA Kings. It's a team that's above you in the standings, a team that, I mean, in the day job, I hear it from a lot of people. That's going to be a tough matchup in the playoffs if that's what happens. It was a playoff-type intensity. Uh, Like I said already, the Edmonton Oilers, uh, they did not hold back when it came to the physicality. I'm just going to grab the official numbers here. So when it comes to hits, uh, Evander Kane, eight. And I think he had seven in the first period. He was bringing it. Uh, Drysaddle had three, Kossin two. Uh, Yamamoto and Fogel had a couple each. McDavid doesn't get credited with the hit, but he did get credited with a penalty. Uh, so they're not giving him that one. But Evan Bouchard had four. Ekholm, Nurse, Kulak, Dayarnay, all with two hits apiece. Uh, they were not backing down from the LA Kings on this night. This was one of those nights where the Oilers were hitting everything that moved. It didn't matter who it was. Uh, in terms of who the oiler was, they were hitting like, Oh, before we got, uh, before Nick Bukestad got here, everybody was saying how soft he was. Well, I saw the big man running around, throwing some hits tonight. Like, come on, everybody was buying in Connor. And that's what I liked about it. This was not the same team that the LA Kings beat six, three back in January. The Oilers have gotten bigger at in. He's on my TV right now. His handsome beard. He was doing Viking shit out there. I love to see it. Vinny DeHarnay was here. Kane was back. He was a menace. Like you said, with the seven hits in the first period, it was just, this was playoff hockey. You nailed it, Connor. They were playing. They were passionate. They were together. It was everybody in the pile if you needed to be. Just a big, solid win all around. And the Oilers are tough, man. They're going to be tough to beat. Yeah. I, I mean, I had seen on Twitter, and I shouldn't I shouldn't try to group everyone in on this one, but there was some, uh, some negativity surrounding Evander Kane. And tonight, you saw exactly what he does in these types of games. He gives everyone around him swagger. He scores the goal. A uh, beautiful pass from Leon Trias. Also, Kyler Yamamoto made a really good play in his own end uh, to, to just barely win a puck battle, get the zone entry, and dish it off to Leon. I mean, Evander Kane, I, I really like what he brings. Just not, not just one thing, but he's kind of a unicorn in the league right now he can be a jerk he can score he can back it up the physicality and i think his role is going to be growing similar to what we saw last year in the playoffs he was so annoying any and the thing is too like any king that comes near him you don't want to fight evander kane he'll fill your face in he will like as uh to quote jay rosehill he'll pump your eyes shut so you don't want any of that and then he scores the big goal the winner as it turns out he was a menace tonight for the Kings, just like he was last year in the playoffs. And they don't really have an answer for him, do they? No, no. And I mean, 
from what I've heard, and I can't necessarily say it, but I've heard that uh, around the league, he's got the reputation. You don't necessarily want to fight him because he does work on uh, boxing. And I know right now he's not necessarily supposed to, but he's just an intimidator. Uh, <laughs> we've got someone on Facebook. Must be a troll. The bad. Y'all live in Edmonton. Alec, that's you got to come visit us sometime. Come see Edmonton. It's not so bad. I mean, you can take the cold for a little bit. Uh, the weather's getting better. We've got a beautiful river valley. Like, come visit us. The mountains are right next door. Right next door. I was in the playoff video. Yeah, you saw it. They're literally 20 minutes. You get past uh, Spruce and the right there. Uh, Alec, uh, better luck next time. The teams will meet again. I just assume he's a troll, and uh, we'll, we'll move on from that one. Um Let's talk about uh, the shorthanded goal as well. We got to give Connor McDavid some love here. Uh, the Oilers now have 15 shorties on the season. They were tied with Vancouver for 14. That was first in the league. Connor McDavid, and I, I tweeted it. I mean, it's a one goal game, it's a massive game. You're shorthanded, and Connor McDavid doing what he does. And I, I love to see big time players step up when it's needed the most. We saw him do it last year in the playoffs, so we know he has the capabilities, but on the biggest stage of them all, when they needed him to make a play, Connor McDavid does it. The thing that I love most about it is once he got the puck at his own blue line, he was just gone. There was nobody within like two yards of him. It was amazing. And then he goes and buries his shot, picked his spot. It was just a huge goal. The fist pump celebration. It was just Connor was pumped. The building was electric. Huge goal. Because even though... Stu was dialed in and ultimately got the shutout. It felt like, at least to me on from the couch, that the Oilers needed one more. I didn't think it was going to end a one-zip game when the third period started. So to have Connor score that four minutes in, just kind of set the tone for the rest of the period. And then the Kings were kind of panicking. They were shooting from everywhere, shooting from the parking lot. <laughs> and Stuart Skinner was there to make all the saves. 209 people on YouTube right now watching us. Make sure you hit that like button. We want to boost those numbers for sure. Uh, Aaron tells us we've got the goal. So why don't we go to the first goal? Uh, not too sure how far it's going to go back, but if you can watch the play, Kyler Yamamoto right here. Nice little win. Carry it up ice. Find the best passer in the league. And uh, I mean, it, it's kind of getting silly what Leon Drysaddle does. Good for Vander Kane to bury it, but uh, the Oilers needed that one late in the first. Yeah, and like you said, Leon Drysaddle gets voted as the best passer by his his peers for a reason. He had what a fraction of a second to figure out where Kane was, how he was, how fast he needed to feed that pass through, and then he put it right in his wheelhouse. Kane just was able to step into it and pump it home. Like the guy is so good at finding his teammates when you think there is no play there. That is absolutely bananas. Absolutely bananas. Yeah. I mean, and th that I was just kind of thinking like, this is a game, like it, it was just so tightly played. If they, if the Oilers could just get one, it was almost feeling like if whoever gets the first goal might walk away with a one, nothing lead. That's just kind of the game that it felt like. So that was a massive goal for the Oilers. And then uh, I guess we'll get to the second one here. We might as well. Connor McDavid, number 300 on the career. And, as I talked about it, it's a massive, you know, moment in that game. And I'm not sure who the defenseman was, but I think right, like uh, right here. Oh shit. Like you have that. Oh, what do I do? Cause Connor McDavid's coming at me. He's going to accelerate and I'm going to be on the highlight films. If you're trying to think about it from a Kings defenseman perspective, what can you do there other than tackle him, which isn't a great option. <laughs> either. 
Although if you're James Reimer, you get away with it, I suppose. But yeah, there's no option there. You're he's gone. You're not catching him. You've got the best seat in the house to watch him do his thing. Gold number 61 was a beauty and 300th of his career. Love it. The timing was just immaculate. And yeah, I think I'm a football guy. So that, to me, that's like, you know, if you're a cornerback and you get beat on the double move, you just take down the receiver. Uh, that was the only option there. Connor McDavid in full speed. And, you know, you could have tried. You still might have whiffed. Uh, what did you think of the hit on uh, old Mikey? I think a lot of Oilers fans have very good memories. They remember what happened with hmm. uh, Mikey Anderson and Leon Dreisettle in the playoffs last year. I thought two minutes was well worth it. I, you know, I, I saw obviously Kings fans getting a little fired up about that one. Be yep. thinking it should have been an, an ejection and you know, that's, that's their right. They can be upset about it for me. I thought two minutes was probably pretty fair on that one. We've certainly seen a lot worse, not get called. Uh, you know, he didn't really put him into a super vulnerable position, uh, finish his check. It was, you know, from behind and around the board. So the two minutes for me worth it. But what did you think? I, if I'm being honest, I like when you see it before the replay, when you see it live, I just went, Whoa, I thought they were going to boot Connor out of this game because it's happened before the last time when, when was that he got kicked out from hitting from behind or boarding or something like that. And it wasn't really a crazy hit. So I thought it was going to happen again. Two minutes. I thought was, you know, he, that's boarding. You get penalties for that. And it's, it's unfortunate for Kings fans that Mikey Anderson got hurt. But like you said, Connor, I'm also an Oilers fan. I'm very biased. And I remember him horse collaring Leon Dreisaitl in the playoffs. So he didn't even get a penalty on that. Mm-hmm. Leon had to finish up with basically, you know, two of his three functioning legs. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Karma. Yeah. yeah. But like you said, he didn't get credit for the hit either. Come on. We got fantasy points to get. <laughs> you know what? So you mentioned the, yeah, McDavid, it was against uh, the Kings. It was Adrian Kempe that he hit from behind and got the five minute major. I don't know if I can, it's, I'm watching it right now. The quality will probably suck if I bring it up on my phone. I don't know. You can try to do it anyways. Oh, I'm getting yeah, notifications. Well. This is the internet, baby. Oh, oh, sorry, guys. Maybe I go back a little. There we go. There we go. Yeah, like that was so if he got kicked out for that one against the against the Kings last time, I just when it happened live, I have a group chat with my buddies and we went, whoa, you know, (laughs) having Connor kicked out of the game in the first couple of minutes, that is bad news bears no matter how you slice it. Yeah, I mean, it would have been bad. It would have been tragic, but it wasn't the Oilers. uh, They don't have to uh, go through that. And uh, yeah, like I think we're on the same page here. Two minutes for sure. More than that, probably not. Uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe the NHL will just show up out of nowhere and hit him with the uh, the maximum allowable fine. Uh, they don't seem to take hitting from behind that serious. So we shall see. Uh, Aaron, you got the big save that uh, Stuart Skinner made on Kempe, I believe, coming in here. Oh, that one's nice. That one's really nice. nice. That, that's a backbreaker for the Kings. Yeah, because if the play leading up to that, I didn't really like the defensive play leading up to that. And that was one of those ones where you need your goaltender to bail you out sometimes. And Stu did it in a huge way there. That was a massive, massive save, especially at that point in the game too. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Oh, yeah, one goal game. And that's kind of the, the point that I've brought up a couple times throughout this show. Not this show, literally, but the existence of Oilers Nation after dark is when it's a, a close game, Stuart Skinner makes those saves. When it's a, a one goal game or, you know, a tie game, he tends to make the save that either keeps them in the lead or keeps them in the game. And that's massive. Like there's been a lot of times where Jack Campbell, it's in that second or third goal. For the most part, I feel like Stuart Skinner finds a job of making that save. And then when you know just how potent this offense is, yeah, that's all you need. You got to keep this team within one goal and uh, they can come back and uh, make you pay. This is the flurry at the end there where, I mean, everybody was probably watching the exact same situation, not breathing, just watching Stuart Skinner make a ton of saves. You know, the guys in front of him were doing all they could. They yep. know that shutouts are team stats as well. Just kind of desperation time. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know what? It's oddly for me, it was comforting to see Matias Ekholm out there. I know he's only been here for like two seconds overall, but like, wasn't it just having him out there just kind of being mean and doing Viking things in front of the crease and not letting anybody around and blocking shots him and Darnell nurse. That's, you know, the Oilers have a nice pair of D men to throw it there in those situations. And Stu is obviously doing Stu things and it was great. Solid finish. It was stressful. Don't get me wrong. Super stressful. I think I took one breath in the span of six minutes, but we all have our sacrifices to make, Connor. Yeah, and uh, breathing is one of them in these situations. Uh, Frank says, stew is hotter than my stew on the stove. Man on fire. Uh, Justin on right. Facebook says, hot take alert. Flames <laughs> versus Oilers round one. I would absolutely love that. Uh, referring to Stuart Skinner, Tyler says, rookie of the year. Uh, I mean, I think Matty Beneers probably has that one. What do you think, Bag Milk? You think Stuart's going to get in the conversation? I'd love to see him nominated. I think if he gets nominated for the Calder, which he absolutely should be in the top three based on how important he is to the team. Listen, if not for Stuart Skinner, this season is a disaster for the Edmonton Oilers. And that just can't happen where we are in this, you know, in the careers of Connor and Leon. So Stu has to get some consideration. I don't think he'll win necessarily, but man, he's got to be nominated. No, I would think so. I mean, I think just kind of, and the way he's, going to hopefully play down the stretch here i mean we shall see uh tonight's game hopefully goes a long way but yeah i mean i, I think he's got to be nominated maybe he finishes third like i said i think veneers in seattle probably wins it i think it's up to like 51 points on the season now uh but uh yeah i think i certainly think he's there um looks like we got a lot of people that certainly do agree um 
I know the Oilers went eleven uh, seven tonight, Connor. I'm throwing a curveball at you, but I'm looking yeah. at the I'm looking at the stats right now. Philip Roberg played only four oh five. What do you make of that? Not ideal. Not ideal. We we talked about it on our uh, the Daily Show, the Gregor Show today, and it was like which Oiler as of late, you know, would you look at and say probably maybe not playing their best? And Stuart Skinner came to mind for me. Or sorry, not Stuart Skinner. That was dumb. Philip Roberg. Like, you know, and, and not because he's playing terrible or anything, but there's just been games where he's been a scratch. There's games where he's playing single digit minutes. And um, it is kind of interesting to see, especially, you know, you might think that Vinny Darnay would be the guy who's playing the fewer amount of minutes. But obviously, Dave Manson, Woodcroft, the coaching staff, like the the rough and tumble style that he brings. I'm just going to bring up the box score here as well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think the type of player that he is, the Oilers maybe already have some guys that can do those sorts of things and probably trusted more by the coaching staff, if that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I mean, like that's all Darnay, I got. Vinny Darnay, like you mentioned, played 14-25 tonight. Breck Kulak only played 15-19. So it's interesting to see how Dave Manson and the coaching staff is kind of spreading the minutes out with the defense right now. Yeah, Darnell and Ersa at 23, and then CeCe and Ekholm at 20. Um, Kulak, like you said, 15. Evan Bouchard, 18. Three and a half of those minutes coming on the power play. Um, we're going to see Vinny, Vinny Darnay take some penalties. And uh, the, the cross-checking one out in front of the net there, kind of a useless one. Um, maybe he doesn't get called sometimes, but he did get called tonight. Uh, you like that that rough-and-tumble style of play from him? Yeah, I do. And I actually thought that penalty was really soft. Some of them that they just got, they were just super soft. That one, he's just a big guy and he's got long rangy arms like a pterodactyl. Him and Bukestad are giants out there. And he just, to me, he's pushing a guy, you could call a cross check, sure. But like, I don't know. I thought that was a weak one. I wouldn't have Vinny DeHarnay change anything about him. First of all, he's terrifying to look at. Nobody's, he's scaring everybody just looking at him. And I like that about him. The Oilers need to be a little bit meaner. I thought they played too soft early in the season. And having Vinny back there, he's going to punish you. But you got to understand that he's also going to take some penalties at times when he's playing that way. You don't want him to change his game. No, no. I, I mean, I totally agree with you. Like, that that's what he has to be. If that's what he is, play your game. And, you know, you, you love to see it. You open the playoffs. You don't see the penalties come out from that because, I mean, it's just playoff hockey. That's just what he's doing. And the fact is, he's going to be stronger than a lot of people. Uh, delivering a cross check might put someone down, but uh, I, I I like the big man playing his game and hopefully it continues into the playoffs. Uh, Loomis is Vincenzo is excellent. QF Pro 21, our PK was solid tonight. Uh, that was mm-hmm. necessary. Talking about... Uh, what they were able to do. I guess both penalty kills were good tonight. We didn't see any power play goals. Um, yeah. Someone says Stu's mustache for the Calder. Hey, what do you think Stu does for the playoffs? Does he grow a beard or do you think he just keeps the stash? I think the boys don't let him grow a beard. That's what I think. I think they make him keep that duster because it is all world. And the fact that he's just, that's his 24 seven. Look, we're not doing Movember. That was months ago and he's still rocking this stash. I think he's just got to keep it power. The stash. I agree with the comments. We need Stu to keep the stash. I, tr- I trust him more with that than a beard, I guess. I don't know why, but it makes sense to me. Yeah. He grows such a great stash. He, he certainly, yeah, he's got to keep that. Um, what should we get to here? I, I just want to make, mention uh, Betway because uh, hypothetically, I mean, if you had taken the under tonight, I know some people, I shall name no names, but thought that the under might be a good option today. I don't like to go that way myself, but if you were at Betway, you know, you're 19 plus and you're betting responsibly, that could have been a nice way to win you some money tonight. Uh, Bag milk. Do you have any, any bets I going did. tonight? 
I did. And I've got a beauty. Mm-hmm. The Oilers scored only two goals, Connor. And yep. this is the bet that I got on a pre-built bet over at Betway. Connor McDavid and Evander Kane both to score at plus 300. <laughs> Boom. File that away. That one's in my jeans. You'll love to see it. I also had over 62 and a half shots. Come on. They blew that out of the water. Easy money. Now, I don't know, Aaron, if you're uh, wanting to hop on here, but I, I think you had one with Betway tonight. Was it uh, Evander Kane? First goal score? Maybe. Yeah. You did it. You rascal. I sure did. I sure <laughs> did. Felt pretty good about that one. You of rascal. Course, of course, I took the over in Oilers' money line, which that didn't hit today. Which, I mean, today had the feeling of a low-scoring game because L.A. doesn't allow goals, and you knew Stu was going to be dialed. But, I mean, I thought there'd be a little bit more than that, but I have zero complaints tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's one of those games going into the third period. If you took the under, you had to feel very confident. But Aaron, well played. Uh, Betway, go have some fun. You got the the Betway, you know, bonus or whatever. Let the bag meal kid on uh, nineteen plus. Bet responsibly. While we're on this thing, I also want to mention uh, Oodle Noodle. If you're going to head over to Oodle Noodle, any location in Edmonton, they're giving away free Oilers Nation stickers to fans. So visit an Oodle Noodle location near you to snag a sticker and some tasty noodles. Uh, guys, looking ahead to the game on the weekend here and uh, the Anaheim Ducks. I don't think we were doing after dark yet, but the Oilers did have a game against the Ducks where they lost, and it was a Saturday afternoon game. This will be a Saturday night game. Are we going back to Jack Campbell? Big Milk, what do you think? Oh, man. <laughs> it was so positive till this was yeah. brought up. Yeah, way to bum it out, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I suppose so. Like, I mean... You got to give Stu some rest, but then at the same point, you just got to shout out. Like, do you want like, you know, ride the hot hand? Like what, what else the schedule got? Like, what are, what are my options here? <laughs> I don't know that I want to lose to the Anaheim ducks again. So you got the Oilers, you know, you could play Skinner on Saturday and then you have, you're off until Tuesday in LA play Stuart Skinner again, and then play Campbell on the Wednesday against the ducks in Anaheim. Yeah, there you Connor. go. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Looking at this, like go. I mean, the way Campbell has played, I don't think he's earned to go in the net unless it's on a back-to-back. If I'm being completely honest, like if there's a day of rest in between, I want Stu in there after what he did today. This is this is gut check time, and I want our best foot forward. And that's not Jack Campbell. Right now, like, I'm I'm with Aaron to be honest. Like right now, I know the I know the Kings have a game in hand. But right now, the Oilers just leapt into second place. They're one point out from the division lead. Again, Vegas has games and blah, blah. But like, you got to pick up the points. You got to pick up the wins. And I just, like, Jack's a nice guy and I want to cheer for him. But like, I really want a home ice advantage in the playoffs, you know? <laughs> Come on, man. Nice guys finish last, Big Milk. Can do. you guys read that? No, I don't think so. Four? What's the it's, magic number? The, the magic number is now one. <laughs> one? For the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, yes. Matthew Iwanek. Thank you. Oh, I think my brightness turned off. Oh, this is the, but there's the, it's one. I'll just say that. The magic number per Matthew Iwanek of TSN 1260 is one. So that's good. Someone says that if the Jets lose, they would clinch tomorrow night. Oh, I love clinch, miss. It's just <laughs> the greatest time of year. It really is. I tweeted that the Jets lost 
all of, I don't know, yesterday, and that's a good thing for the Oilers. People weren't happy with me, but this is why. Their loss was good to the Sharks, 3 nothing. So they play the Red Wings tomorrow at 6 in Winnipeg. If they lose, the Oilers clinch a playoff spot, and that's good news for everyone. And uh, also good news, I think that we solved the Oilers' goaltending plan. I mean, you just you go back to Stuart Skinner, you let him play a couple games in a row with some time off, and then Jack Campbell, uh, hopefully the Oilers jumped up in the standings and you let him get out there and get a win against the Anaheim Ducks. You're welcome, Jeff. Yeah. Thank us later. Shout out to Nation. Connor, I think like it's a foregone conclusion. We're going to make the playoffs and you know that that was the goal this season. But I just got to say like our team is absolutely buzzing right now. And I think all of this energy and optimism is so valid and justified. Like our top six is money. Our bottom six is money. Our defensemen are all huge and are built for the playoffs. We got a hot young goaltender. This is mm. this is what dreams are made of. And actually, I have somebody here who has something to talk about about our boy Stuart Skinner. Let's go! <laughs> yes, <Woo! laughs> I had to come on, man. I was fired up after that one. We finally did it, guys. Shout out! Oh, feels good. Let's go. Gavin, Gavin. you've been our Mm in-house shutout tracker over the last handful of months. I was almost (laughs) happier for you than I was for Stuart Skinner. That has to be the most nervous I've been at the tail end of that game. And like you guys were talking about earlier on this stream too, like it didn't come easy, especially there in the last couple of minutes, but big old Stu, he figured out a way and he, uh, he captured it for us, man. Oh, that, that one feels really good. Me and Gavin are fired up. Oh, Gavin, yeah. Gavin, oh, yeah. we were talking about it. We're like, you know, what's the plan for the goalies going forward? Since, you know, you're you're here, you're, you've been tracking these shutouts. What do you do? Do you go Skinner Saturday, Skinner Tuesday, then Campbell the Wednesday, second half of a back-to-back? That's kind of where we landed on. Yeah, I think I'm telling you guys on that one, too. I think you ride through the next game, and then I think you guys follow that plan with Jack Campbell going forward, but no, 110%. Nice. Uh, Gavin, are you going to hang around for a little bit or are you? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I'm fired up, man. I'll stay. Okay. So tonight, uh, Connor McDavid gets his 61st goal of the season. He's up to 144 on the year. Leon Dreisaitl gets his 70th assist. That puts him up to 117. Nuge, we talked about the point streak, snapped at nine games. So he sits at 96. But uh, yeah, he's still got plenty of opportunities. Right now, Seattle leads Anaheim 4-1. to one. With that, they could pull within seven points of the Edmonton Oilers. So, you know, far enough in the rear view. And uh, the San Jose Sharks leading Vegas 3-2 with 18 minutes left in the third period. I don't know if San Jose can hold on on that one, but uh, all of a sudden we'd be looking at a point where the Oilers are only one point back. Uh, Vegas would have a game in hand, but that would be pretty encouraging going forward down the stretch here with the Oilers having a lot of winnable games here. Um, yeah, we talked about it last time on the show, Gavin. If anybody wants to maybe fly down to California to watch the next couple games here, Kings and Ducks. So we talked to Jay, maybe get a nation vacation worked in there. But if you want to do that, check out AMA Travel because, you know, they can hook you up. It's a last-minute trip. But I think they could find a way to get you down there and, you know, maybe check out Disneyland, maybe get to a baseball game. Uh, the season's underway. What do you got there? Oh, there you, you go. Are you a Braves guy, Aaron? I am Big a Okuna guy. guy. Okuna I'm guy. a huge Ronald Acuna guy. Okay. I said my Braves fandom. Actually, Connor and Bag Milk are the audience for this. Do you guys remember the TV channel TBS back yeah, in the day? Yeah. Because that was like an Atlanta station. They used to always have Braves games on. And now I was still a little kid. 
but there was little bits of, you know, the Chipper Jones and that kind of generation. So I was always a Braves guy. And then, you know, it kind of evolved. I love Ronald Acuna, the guy who wears 18 chains, if you know who he is when he plays ball. And uh, yeah, I love opening day. Me and Gavin are in a fantasy league with Ty. How do you guys do fantasy baseball? Do you have to change your lineup every day? Like, Yeah, it's a, it, it's a second job, I swear. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Uh, Big Milk, I, th- I think I saw photos of you in Anaheim. Uh, you you a ball fan? Uh, yeah, we went to uh, – that was during the playoffs. We went down to L.A. for the Oilers King Series, and then we went down and watched – we wanted to watch Shohei. So we went to Anaheim, watched that. That was great. I had never been to an MLB game before. It was cool. That stadium was cool. Vibes were cool. We all bought Otani jerseys. Great time. <laughs> great, great time. We're actually talking about today. We're, if we should do another nation vacation to Toronto, go see the Jays, check out the stadium upgrades. Might be yeah. fun. I'm in. I'm in. Pencil me in with the AMA travel. Check them out if you're going on a vacation. All right. Why don't we uh, put a bow on this one, wrap it up. But before we do that, we'll make our Betway bets for the game on Saturday. Oilers and Ducks. So of course, we'll be back on Oilers Nation after dark. I'm not exactly sure who will be with me, but it will be either the guy below me or the guy to my to this way. And then somebody else. Uh, probably around 1040, 1045, depending on when that game wraps up. But let's start with bagged milk. Can we get a score prediction for Saturday and one Betway prediction as well? All right, so easy. You lock in the 4-2 win. You can just put a little sprinkle on a 4-2 win. We're going to lock that in right now. And then I'm getting back because his streak ended tonight. Ryan Nugent Hopkins over one and a half points. Getting back at it on Saturday against the Ducks. Gavin, our uh, surprise guest tonight, we'll go to you next. Okay, um, I think the Oilers pull out a 5-1 victory, and I'm going to do Zach Hyman two goals or more. He's been, he's found a scoring touch again lately. He scored three goals on his last four, so I'm going to go Hyman two goals or more. Yep, and you know me, sucker for the over, but I think this should be an ass-kicking, so I think it's going to be a 6-2 final, and I think I'd go Evander Kane to score. The man is hot. The yeah, man's heating up right now. He, he looks, yeah, exactly, and... He might be due for a hat trick soon, so keep that in mind. Oh, I love it. No, oh, who is it? Oh, who could that oh, be? Damn this damn show without welcoming in me even one. I was here ready to bet. I was here ready to talk about all the things I did. Stuart Skinner and me had a little conversation this morning, and he's like, "Hey, man, this is a big game coming up against the LA Kings. Maybe you could help me out with a shutout or two. And I go, "Hey, Stu, I've always liked you, Edmonton guy. I'm a big Oilers fan. I'll do whatever you need. We have to make a little bit of a deal." If you know what I'm saying, but I'll come to collect that later, Stuart. But anyway, you made it through this whole damn show. 36 minutes and 12 seconds without inviting state men. I'm the lord of fucking darkness. The Oilers just packed in with two nothing one against the team that I fear no one. The Oilers fear no one. And damn it, I'm excited. Well, Satan, I, I actually did have a question for you. You mentioned Stuart Skinner had had a conversation. How many Oilers fans had reached out to you asking for a shutout? Listen, there's section 201 to 218. All those kids in there, all of them, the whole section, there's like 2,000 people in there. Some point in the second period, they were like, I swear to God, I will sell my soul to Satan if Connor McDavid can get a goal here and put us up by two. Well, guess what? Now you're in my pocket. <laughs> Aaron, Gavin, you guys got any questions for Satan? 
I don't want to be on Satan's bad side, so I'm not. I'm not having any conversations with Satan. Hey, I appreciate all the work he did for us tonight, and Thank I'll leave you. it at that. That's all Satan wants is a little recognition from time to time. Yeah, we'll give it to you, especially after tonight. So (laughs) there was a point where Mick David made a move and I'm like, that's out of this world. Something there's an there's a stark spirit that made him do that. And uh, you're the one to thank. If you watch really slowly on the replay, you can see me giving him a little push on the tush, you know? Give me an extra boost to get past those defenders. (laughs) Shout out Satan. Satan, thanks for joining us tonight. There you go. Um, man, it, it, I didn't want to, you know, ask for him to show up, but I knew he would. Yeah, that was my first Satan experience. So love it. Love it. Yeah. That was my first one. It's weird. Like my lights were flickering as that happened. And then the phone rang. And anyways, <laughs> my prediction before uh, Big Milk gets back here, I'm going to say 6-3 Oilers win. And I, I will... I've said this, I'm on the Cody CC bandwagon. I want him to score a goal before the season wraps up. He hasn't scored a goal since game two of the season. I wish I could bet on that. I don't think I can. Uh, so let's just say uh, Connor McDavid Saturday night. Let's give him over two and a half points point night for Connor McDavid. Maybe he gets up to like 63 goals on the season. Uh, Big milk. Welcome back. How you doing? I blacked out. What happened? <laughs> nothing. He didn't miss. Much. No, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Nothing, yeah, nothing. nothing big. Anyways, let's wrap this one up. Uh, Gavin, thanks for jumping in. Big. Yeah, thanks guys. Appreciate it. Aaron, me. best, best in the biz, keeping us on track, giving us all those highlights. I uh, got to thank cornerstone insurance. Check them out. Cornerstoneins.ca slash nation. AMA travel for your vacations. Betway. If you want to gamble 19 plus bet responsibly. And then of course, oodle noodle. Friday, treat yourself tomorrow. Go grab some noodles and pick up an Oilers Nation sticker. Throw it on the back of your car so everyone knows you are a citizen. We're done for tonight. We'll be back on Saturday after hopefully an Oilers win over the Anaheim Ducks. I'm Connor Halley. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And if you want to keep the chat going, uh, check the Discord. I know they're going to be talking all night. Shout out. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. 
That's stamps.com. Code program.